Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Yeah, I did something and I messed it up. I have to start all over again. Today is Wednesday. I want to do the Tefillah podcast um, in uh, honor is always to be sponsored by the Mishpacha Stefanski. I met that uh, Saul Stefanski the other day, actually, in Monty. And um, it's a funny world. I was in Monty for uh, a family of Simcha, my great nephew Zufro. And while I was there, uh, Happened to be looking at this new Meshach Chachma, the Mavur, you know, the fancy Meshach Chachma. Being the Meshach Chachma is a funny thing. I don't hardly ever look at the uh, old ones. And the Cooper ones also never caught my attention, even though I knew Rabbi Cooper and he was a nice person. But you're going to laugh at this. Many, many years ago, about 25 years ago, I was in Israel in one of those bookstores that you don't have things that you'd have things there that you don't have in America. And uh, it had uh, a Meshach Chachma in two volumes, all Manukot. She didn't have an American. I was all excited. I got an extra one for the show. And that's what I use most of the time. Except rarely after looking at the Cooperman. But, but you can understand Meshachachim pretty well. I was always happy with it. I'm not a Meshachachim freak, but nevertheless. Now, I was in show in Muncie on Shabbos. It was long davening, so I took a safer off the thing. It was this new Meshachachim of Mavor, which has like a kahati at the bottom. And footnotes also and all that sort of thing. And I was looking through the Pashas Bahar, which actually had good stuff. On the Shemitah and all the rest of it. And I said, I'm going to get one myself. And and I did yesterday. And um, happened to be last night when I was doing the Parsha podcast on the Tochov. I was flipping around because I had a certain idea that I wanted to develop, which I did about the carry and all that. So I said, you know, since I'm in the mood... Let me see if Tamesh Rachman has anything to say on the subject, and he did not. Sure. But I noticed, as soon as I did, he had something to say about davening, about Zerchah Chastayovus, which you say all the time in Shemin Esri, of course. I said, well, son of a gun, that's, that'll be something that I can use today once I take a look at it. And it's kind of interesting. I'm going to share it with you. We're talking, of course, I'm doing it because this week is Parshat B'chukos, I said, it caught my attention. And I'm arguing that it should catch yours. Now, we're talking, of course, about the passage in the Bechuka in the Tochachab, where after telling all the destruction and the troubles and the Korban and all the rest of it, Hashem says that, you know, um, that in the middle of all the Tochach stuff, I still will remember the bris with the patriarchs, with Avram Yitzhak Yaakov. Okay? So, that sounds like you're saying that uh, even though you stink and you don't deserve it and you all are condemned to suffering and eating your children all the other terrible things, you find in Tochachab, but still, lo ma'astim l'chalosam. I still remember the, 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 the promise I made to Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, something like that, and it won't destroy you. And that's a Pashim shot. So, Based on that, whoever composed 
the beginning of Shmasri, invoked this Chusavos. El Hiavram Yitzchak Yaakov got a legiber when they were really young. Gemara Dinin Koni Yaakov Zorche Chazde Ovos Zorche Chazde Ovos Maybe Goyel of Name Name. Right, that's the beginning of the Shmonesri. So, I'm looking. The Meshach Chafma got caught up in this idea. There's a little bit of a deal now, which I thought was cute. Uh, he starts by quoting a very famous Tosis. I'm sure many are familiar with it. The Tosis goes with the idea of Thomas Zuchus There's an Agalatab in Shabbos on 55 and then Hey, where it talks about the passage in the book of Yechezkel and Ezekiel, where he foresees the, the death angels coming to destroy Jerusalem, because he has this magical uh, virtual tour, I mean, <clears throat> prophetic virtual tour. And uh, some people were marked with X's, with tufts, and then later in the tufts go away because they didn't protest. I'm sure, especially those who are connected with the Dafyam, we will remember this sort of thing. It's a very dramatic Agatha, but it's an Agatha. Okay? You have to know how to, how to interpret it. But there, uh, in, in, in terms of the fact that originally they were promised protection and they're not, one of the things the tough on the foreheads, because in the verse in Ezekiel it says they had a tough on the forehead, you know, it was spiritually, not physically. So one of it could mean Thomas Zuchus which means that the Zuchus Avos, the bank account that the Jewish people have in heaven, since Avram Yitzhak Yaakov did so many mitzvahs, and so high quality mitzvahs, so he had like a certain reserve, so even if, like in the bank, so even if you do Averis, and we surely know the Bnei Yisrael did plenty of Averis and Bayes Rishon, and so forth, as is told in excruciating detail in the prophetic books. So, in spite of all that, they were not destroyed for hundreds of years. And the reason is because they could always spiritually draw on the bank account of the others. Right? Avram Yitzhak was awesome. And even though the Jews did all this and that and the other, but they were protected from the punishment that their sins should have brought upon them by being protected by the Zerusalus, by the mitzvahs of Avram Yitzhak But not forever. Not forever. And the Gemara says, at one point, Thomas Zerusalus. And the Gemara Shabbos even has a discussion among the Amorim, the leading Amorim. When did that happen in history? And they all give dates that are sometimes during Bayes Rishon. The prophet Hosea. And Shmuel, the Syrian king. To be it as it may, is well before the time of Ezekiel. So why is he Thomas Rosovus? Second of all, how can it be that in the Tocha, today's parasha, I mean, the Tocha is taking place after the Korban. The Tocha describes the Korban, and it describes what will happen to you in the, in Golis. You know, Hanisharim Bochem, Yimak Ba'avon and Beretz and so forth. So, if he's talking about Zacharti, Abris, Yaakov, Yitzhak, and so forth, that's after the Korban. That's in the Golis. So if that's the case, how can it be that the Pasuk says, I'll remember the the, the Chutz of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, uh, However, the Pasuk reads, in the Yenon Teis Parsha, but there wasn't any more. It's Toma. It, it ran out. That's what that means. He used up the 
the reserves, the mitzvah reserves. So what does it mean? So Tosu says, now again, what was the language that we have in the Parsha today? It was Zechartis, Brisi, Yaakov, Brisi, Yitzhak, Brisi, Avram, the word Bris. So Rabbeinu Tom is Matai, Tom Rabbeinu Tom, the Zechusa was Tom, but Brisa was Otoma. Right? Doxiv was Zechartis, Brisi, Yaakov, Achalachagos. So Rabbeinu Tom says, it is true that the Zechus Avos was used up, but the Bris Avos is different. My personal understanding of that would be like you have a contract uh, written by very good lawyers. It's unbreakable. It may require me to do something rather for you or whatever, and I may hate your guts and not do it, but i got to fulfill the contract. See, even if the Jews are wicked, but he had a contract, a Bris, with our Mitzvah Yaakov, which Hashem voluntarily entered into, and he's committed to it. So we call upon that in the Shemones race because at least, you know, a contract with Hashem is also money. That's what you depend on. But it's not Zechus Abbas. It's not given, you know, as I would understand it, uh, happily. But nevertheless, you'll take it. And he says, So when you say in the davening, and I think it's very nicely Meduic, from the Rebbeinu Tom, uh, Zocher chasde ovos, umevi goel of nevenayim. It doesn't say the word there, zechus. I mean, it sounds like zocher chasde, but it doesn't actually say the word zechus. So it doesn't explicitly say, O Lord, doesn't say, O Lord, please let us invoke the zechusim, the merits of our forefathers, patriarchs. It doesn't say those words. It simply says Hashem is a Zohar Chastriovus. <clears throat> yes, then. So uh, the Benetton would say like this The Chastriovus generated a bris, and the bris is with us today, and that's what we're calling upon at the beginning of Shon Esri. It's a little bit of a stretch, but nevertheless, there, there it is. Now, that's one opinion. Well, the Re Niratosa says, and I just told you Benetton, now is the Re, Ritzik of Dompierre, and he says differently, right? Doesn't have this kind of brisker chilic between a zechus and a bris, but a different chilek, a simpler one, that uh, the lo pligi shmuel v'yachan, shmuel kamer, the rishayim tama, or tzadikim lo tama. Right? Which is an interesting concept theologically. Now these are agadites that are playing around with the ideas of agadites. It's something hard and fast here. It can be interpreted in many ways. And when he says tama zechus abos, uh, the re suggests that what it means is that the Zechus Abbas is used up for some, but not for all. And we hope we are not part of that some. The Zechus Abbas is Tama for Rashaim, but it's not Tama for Tzaddikim. I don't believe he means that we're Tzaddik, like, you know, the, the, the Chavetz Chaim or something. He means Tzaddik, that, you know, regular Jew, who's hopefully the mitzvahs are more than the Averis. Hopefully, it's everybody listening to this podcast now. You have to be a super Tzaddik. But you're good, basically good. You try to live a good life, you know. Nobody's perfect. We all have our issues. We all have our vera du jour and so forth. That's true. But there are club. You know, you're trying. You're trying. Right? And as long as you're trying, you're, you're tzaddikim, so you still can pull on this chosavas. So by the re, it's, it's, um, it's what he called. So that's what we are um, using. 
right? When we say Zohar Chasdeyavos, it means that, you know, uh, we hope that we're tzaddikim. Again, we hope we're decent people, and therefore we can call on the Zohar And it makes sense that the composers of the Yanchege Sigdol, who started the Shem that's probably where it goes back to, said, you know, you, you designed the prayers in such a form, the liturgy, that the individual worshiper identifies with the tzaddikim, hopefully. And there's even a third opinion, which is what I mean when I say, that when it comes to Agatha, it's like a free-for-all free over the course of history. And we have a statement, which is a metaphysical statement, Thomas Ruzovus. How do you know Thomas Ruzovus? Are you in heaven to count it up? So you say, well, if it's an Amara said it's Ruch HaKadosh, I'm like, okay. But that's not the only game in town. It was Shili Bayiko Rabba, the Menish Rabba, Tosis, this is Tosis talking, not me. Rabba Achamer, Leon Zchusavos Kayemis. Right? That the other guys are wrong. It's not true, Thomas Zchusavos. That's their opinion. But I don't think so, it's not right. So we have Rav and Shmuel, Rabbi Yochan, Shubin Levi, on the one side. On the other side, you have Rabbi Ocha, all on right. And he says, we have Zchusavos, Uliolam on Amas and that is why you say, uh, it means Pashim Shab. I hope you remember, Lord, the Chasadim done by the patriarchs, because I hope that Zechus will, will weigh in for me also before you go to the rest of the Shemonesri. So, even if fun, something is fundamental as a, as a mystical proposition concerning Zechus opposite, but still there, is, is the heavenly bank account still, you know. Uh, being able to to draw upon was itself a debate in the time of the Amorim, which I think is a fascinating concept. You understand? Know means that the rabbis of old come come to one school of thought in regard to his, uh, you know, the uh, Chazdeovus, just like the Leviites and Berdishva group. You know, says there's no such thing as the Chazdeovus being Tama. So in that context, is a nice little deed suggestion from Amir Simcha from the. Uh, what he called where he says as follows: Zacharias, Brisi, Yankov, and so forth. So he says, check out the main opinions in Tosis. We talking, and the Meshachachma himself <coughs> wants to suggest that here's how you read it. <coughs> Excuse me. And he invokes a very interesting idea, and that idea is known to all fundraisers. That is to hook the giver. If I have a school I'm fundraising for or some cause, if I get you once, if I get you twice, I'll get you in the future because you don't realize it. You gave me money, now you're like hooked to the pro- to, to the project because you don't want your money to have gone for nothing. Therefore, you're interested in this thing that you gave your money to already. Or to use his words, Misha, he is of us who yet to be going to There's somebody who's done Tova uh, Chesed to the Avos, to your, let's say, your parents, your grandparents, they'll continue to do it to the children as well. Because he's interested in seeing whether he had a good investment or not. <clears throat> I would like to think the following scenario. So I'm just making this up. Somebody came here to Baltimore, never knew him, and needed money, was hungry. 
I gave him money. I supported him. Took care of the guy. And then his kid also, when he grew up, also needed money. I gave him two. I said, I gave the father. I gave the son. And by the third generation, the kid grew up to be a no to be a hooter or something. You know, uh, a chazanich. That's how it is. Wow, look at that. I get a big chalik in that because I, I, I was there before all this happened. You know what I'm saying? I got him into, I was taking care of the grandfather without whom this kid wouldn't be here today. That kind of you so. That's how I understand it. Mishayetiv is always who yetiv begun as a bonim. Kedeshiyir a pre-tovosa v'amichol. The person would like to see what what's the results, the pre-tovos, whom they happen. The worst thing would be to give money to a school. I mean, serious money. And then two, three, four, five, six years later, the school folds. They said, everything I gave was a brachal batol. What a stupid waste. <clears throat> ah, it's not true. The school functioned for a year or two, but thanks to your money. Yeah, but I don't see it anymore. It's out of business. <clears throat> Understand? When it goes out of business, it seems like it was all for nothing. If the school is still there, if the shul is still there, if the cause is still there, <clears throat> then I feel like, you know, I helped in the past keep this going different. I see the payers now. So consequently, he suggests, Mayor Semcha, that the way you read it when you daven every day in Shemun Esra, it goes like this. So, so in other words, it's a deal. It's a it's a trick. You and I say like this, that the good Lord remembers the kindnesses performed by the patriarchs. He remembered it, he remembers the good things that Avram did, the mitzvahs that Yitzhak did, the mitzvahs that Yaakov did, and as a result, maybe go as a reward to the Avos for doing those mitzvahs. Wrong. Instead, read it like this. That God remembers the chasodim that God did to the Avos. You know, Hashem took care of Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov. He gave him prosperity for other things, among other things. And uh, he saw him through a lot of situations. He had a couple of new sonnets a long way, but he saw him through a lot of situations. And wouldn't it be stupid for Hashem to take care of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, but then a couple hundred years later, the whole Jewish people got wiped out because of their own sins. That means all the time and effort that he invested in Avram and Yitzhak was a waste. It was a waste. That's the way the Meshachachma suggests that you should daven. It's, it's very capitalist. So don't let it go. <laughs> don't let your investment go to waste. Keep me and my children and my family going and prosperous to can the Jewish people going on and on forever. And that way you'll always see the Paris but what you did, Hashem can sit back satisfiedly and say, you know, I started this whole business going when I took Avram out of Orkaz a couple thousand years ago. It's cute, right? It's, 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 it's a nice vart. It's a cute vart, right? It's not the plain way of reading Zerachachachachachachach, but it's his way. But then he goes on to suggest something again. It's nice. And that is, Ubofenachar Yishlefarsh, but this is all right here in Bechul Kosai. Everything I'm reading is straight from Bechul Kosai. Yeshlefor Zochah Chazdeovos. The Bishalmi Perkele Gomru. Then the Bishalmi it says, "Imro Isus Chusav Shemotos Chusimos Shemoto Luchubi Tapchu Bechesed." That if you see there's no more Chusavos or Chusimos, cling to Chesed. 
words, embrace, adopt, doing a lot of chesed. So what does that mean? So he gives something very interesting. He quotes in the Merenu that I've quoted before. The ha'avasi mos ha'yikapul osim begashmius lahamenu moshleim b'dvukah Hashem yidusay yunsham. He quotes, not very accurately exactly. Not doesn't bring out the point, but I happen to know what he's talking about. The ha'avasi mos the patriarchs and the matriarchs Adam Yitzchak Yaakov Sarah Rachelia hold kol pulosim begashmius lahamenu moshleim b'dvukah Hashem yidusay. That what the Rambam, this is the Moron of Uchim he's quoting from the uh, the third part of the Moron of Uchim, chapter 51. It's a very famous and, and, and interesting one. In which he presents the Maimonidean idea of, of Dvekas, as opposed to the Kabbalistic idea of Dvekas that one finds represented in the Mesil Sharm in the chapter on Kedusha. And the, basically, it has to do with the idea can you be in Dvekas literally 24 7? Specifically, when you're taking care of your Gashmis type needs. Can I be a good doctor? Let's say I was, a, I was in practice. If, if I, and let's say I'm a serious doctor. So somebody, if a patient comes to me with an issue, I mean, I, I owe it to my patient to give full attention. I don't want to be under some doctor's uh, whatever, knife or this or that, a needle. And meanwhile, I think about the ball game, <laughs> right? That's not right. I'm the patient, and while I'm there, you have to give me full attention. That's a sign of being a good doctor, or a lawyer, or anything, or a shoemaker. Now, on the other hand, there's a business with the Vaktobo, which means, to the Rambam as well as the Ramchal, that you're supposed to think of God all the time, literally. You know, you should never take your mind off thinking about God, and how he's there, and you and him, and so forth and so on. How can I do the two? How can I do the two? If I'm a, if 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 I'm taking out a guy's tooth, which is my professional responsibility, I'm saving his life from taking out a bad tooth. I'm saving his life. I'm doing something good. How can I think about Hashem at the same time? The Ram says you cannot. It's beyond human ability. Uh, the best you can do is in between. Patience, you know, when you have time off. The only exceptions were four supermen in history. This is what the Rama says in the Word of Ukham. It's a long passage, but I happen to have a uh, very good dumbed-down, I mean this, uh, Thompson's, because there's a very nice book called uh, Murder of Torah. Maybe you have it from Moser of Cook. It's around. And whoever the guy is, he, uh, he summarizes in very nice Hebrew. Did a good job, Rabbi David Makavar, I see. Right? Targum Chavshi. That's a free translation. I Meaning it's not a literal translation. And he does a very good job, and I want to read you because there's a short paragraph in his Thompson's. This is what the Rambam is saying here. I could read you the whole thing, but it's long in the original Rambam. Very wordy. So listen to this. Ha'avos from Moshe. Lohi Prushim Chayolam. The Ovos, Avram Yitzhak plus Moshe Abenu, had a life. They were not Prushim Chayolam. Notice they were actually involved. They didn't sit and learn all day long, literally, and and uh, meditate like a monk in a cave or something like that. That's not what they did. They were businessmen, as you know, and things like that. Haim Osku, they engaged, Haim Bekir Vanashalom Diyasabare, in doing missionary work for monotheism, the Haim Tipla Bechushim 
Then they're all well-to-do. They're rich. And you can't be rich if you don't devote time to the management of your resources. There's nothing wrong with that. That's good. No, it's not inappropriate. So Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, as we all know, had a lot of sheep. Moshe, I'm not sure what he's talking about, but you know, maybe he was rich from some other way before he went as a prince of Egypt. And they, therefore, as we would say today, had a secular life. Ulam, Tam Bashas but they were of such a madriga, and only them, that even when they were taking care of the sheep or working the fields, they didn't interrupt their dvekas, which is quite a statement. They did not interrupt their dvekas. So notice, how did he do that? It's taka hard. We would today say today, that's a superhuman effort. Superhuman means beyond humans. I mean, there may be an exception, one or two, or four to be exact, but that's it. And all of their avoda, and they're dealing with their own property and wealth, and they're dealing with people, that they saw 24-7 in everything they did, how can what I'm about to do advance the cause of creating an entire nation of Yodei Hashem, Yodei Hashem. Kasher Amru, and he has a positive. So the idea is, everything they did was in pursuit of this big a plan of creating a nation which was from. To spread the idea of knowledge of God. And everything they did. When Avram dealt with an Arab and bargained for a camel, which he did, Yitzhak did it too. They were shepherds. You bargain this sheep, you buy and sell sheep, you buy this, that, you know. Avram went to the marketplace to buy stuff. He had a family. He did his share of handling. Even when he did the handling, it was all with the idea of there should be in the service of this great cause. However, the Ramo says, this is a madrega that nobody else can reach. The only people in history, he argues, that reached this level was Avram Yitzhak Yaakov and Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, which is very interesting. Now, it is to this famous passage in the Mordechai that Meshach Chachma here is, is, is uh, referring when he says, quotes this through Shalmi, which says, if you see Zechus is no longer there, go for Chesed. Pirish, the Mordechai Kosa Avos Imos Pulos Megashmias, that the Avos Imos, like I just said before, was all in favor of uh, setting up the Jewish nation. Which, by the way, it's just very interesting. It's a feminist word. The Rambam says four people. The Meshachachma here says um, eight people. <laughs> right? Eight people. It's a feminist. Because the the, the, the Mornavuchim says Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and Moshe. And he says the Ovis and the Imahos. So we saw Rivka Rachaleya. On the other hand, not Zipporah. If, if, I, were, if I had to give a... Uh, uh, an all-night shear for a lady's thing. This this would be something to explore, but I'm not going to do that. 
Anyway, uh, now, Lochen, Kol Ezochel, Ahasik Torah, Lahadrich, Talmud Torah. Therefore, he says, since Avram, Yitzhak Yaakov, did everything in honor of the grand quest to raise, let's for, let's call it for shorthand, a Torah dignation, to anybody who is Machzik Torah, who supports a, a, a Torah with money, or Hadrich Banav Talmud Torah, Yeshlo is a Chus Why? Because you're doing the same thing. Okay? And that he wants to suggest as the Pshad and the Ri that Sadiqim uh, Lo Tamas Chusavas. Now I said before, does it, the Ri in Tosa says that this Chusavas is ran out for the wicked, but it didn't run out for the righteous. But what do you mean righteous? They have to be like Avram? No, someone who embraces the uh, grand scheme of Abraham. So if I support Torah in some fashion or another, that means I'm a tzaddik, meaning I'm I'm supporting something that great tzaddikim did. The tzaddikim wrote Salomar b'davrezesh asko avos lo tamas chusavos. So the very litvisha shot that a person can have all kinds of aspects of their lives. I, I'll tell you what it means. What what I think he means. Remember, he wrote this in the early, a little over a hundred years ago. The film world was different then at that time. Such it existed. There are plenty of people who were not Shomer Shabbos and things like that, but they supported from institutions. That's how all the issues were built here and elsewhere. Only nowadays in our current generation, we have from guys that are loaded. That's a new phenomenon. This would be not so many of those. Uh, but when this guy who's not from is supporting Masik Torah, then in this regard, he's a tzaddik and he can invoke Shusavas because he said like this Look, Avram, I may not be Shama Shabbos, I may not be kosher, that is true. But you devoted all your time to building up Torah and I helped on that. So because I helped on that, cut me in the deal and give me some of the Shusavas. That's what the Meshachach said, which I thought was kind of interesting. But if you see somebody who doesn't do that, but if you see that none of that works, then a person like that should try to do at least you can't uh, keep the mitzvahs, at least engage in chesed. Right? And what's the Makatrig, the Satan, going to say? He'll say, you know what, that guy got involved in this Chesed type work? It's not because he personally, this is so Musari, so Litvish, it's ridiculous. He's not doing the Chesed because he made a moral decision to do the Chesed. But he did a Tivis Etzlon. It's, it's natural, it's a Teva by him. If the Makatrik, if Satan says, Oh Lord, don't reward this guy for doing the act of kindness, which I cannot deny he did. Because the only reason he did it was because he's descended from Avram, so he just had it in him. Kim says, Makatrik's there when the Malchamavis, the Satan, says to God at the 
at the trial of this guy when he dies and gets to heavenly court, when he said the only reason he did it is because he's he's a descendant of Avram, Hashem says, "Oh, that reminds me, Avram. Very good." If they have in them this meter to do chesed, uh, and they got it from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, then they have zechus avos. Get it? It's not like I'm giving them the bank account. The avos did the chesed, and they picked it up, so they have the zechus avos. Meaning, not that there's a bank account you pull upon, but the conduct that you displayed in your life indicates that the Zechus Abbas was not Toma. If this guy, who I repeat, is not from, because that's who he's talking about, Toma is somebody not from. If this guy, nevertheless, did acts of Chesed, you can't say Toma Zechus Abbas. Because do not understand that term to mean that there was a bank account upon which other people pulled, withdrew from. But is the Midos of the Elvis, are they still alive today? And if we find Jews who not only don't keep mitzvahs, but they don't even have the slightest interest in doing any chesed, by such a person you say, Tamba Zechus Then for such a person, whatever Zechus Elvis, whatever Midos the, 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 the Elvis had, is no longer alive in him. His conduct in life displayed that. But if he does have the chesed, even though he's not Shem Shabbos and so forth, but he does, you know, lives a, a life of good deeds, then you can't say Thomas Chusavos, because where did he get it from? He got it from his ancestors, then it's not Thomas, still alive. His conduct demonstrates that he's still alive. And Mamela, I suppose he means that you can pull in that bank account. It's a, it's like this is something for a mashkiach and yeshiva to play around with, in a schmooze, but uh, I think it's very, very thought provoking, very thought provoking. It reminds me of something. With this, I'll conclude that uh, I saw in the sefer by Hertzberg, it was the founder of the show where I'm at. There was a Hasidic Rav long ago, and you know, and he lived in America a hundred years ago. So he knew the Americans. Again, he had a good sense of humor. And he said, um, I don't have it in front of me, I'll tell you out loud, that when it came to Shavuos, so Hashem said like this, I'm coming to give the Torah, to pronounce the Ten Commandments, be there. So Hashem came at six in the morning. And this is what he says, not me. He was a Galtzian or a Chassid. So he said, Hashem said, come coming six in the morning, be there. So the Litvaks came because they believe in Zaman Tefillah. Right? So they were there and they got the Torah. The Hasidim, he says, you know, they're not so much in Zaman Tefillah. They have to do their Hachonas and so on and so forth. And so they got there at 7, let's say. 7.30. So they didn't get the Torah. The Litvaks got that, but they got the Avodah. That's the good part, right? Because Hasidim excel in the Avodah. Then he goes on to say like this. And then there were the Americanashid and the American Jews. Now he's writing this around 1930. American Jews. They didn't come at 6 o'clock. They didn't come at 7 o'clock. Because they had to go to beauty parlor. They had to get a haircut. Parked the, sh- the car, you know, far away enough from the show. Took them along. They had to have a good breakfast. That's what he said. 
So they didn't get there at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. They got there, let's say, for example, 9 o'clock. As a result, the American Yidin, the American Jews, they didn't get the Torah and they didn't get the Avodah, but they did get the Gemilz Chasadim. Because, at least in his time, American Jews, I'm talking not from, gave a lot for Tadokha, as we all know. I'm not saying one takes care of the other, but, but Mayor Simcha over here is saying something along those lines. And he's saying it all in the words of a Zorcher Chasdeovos. Zorcher Chasdeovos. So, I would, if you're interested in what I just said, take a look at it yourself. It's in this week's Parsha. And it's a very interesting thing to contemplate when you're saying the Shemun Esri. Anyway, I know it went long, but it's a good vart. And uh, once again, I want to thank Mishpacha Stavansky and everybody should have a good shot. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.